Moisten but, those Twitter DMs. Yes, please. That's oh, disgusting. That was terrible. That was gross. Oh, I take that I, back. Welcome back to another episode of Diggity Podcast. I'm here joined by the lovely, lovely Evan. How you doing, Hello. buddy? Doing pretty good. Jeff yourself? said, "Jeff said, fuck Elden Ring. I'm not going to talk about it. He's not going to be yeah. here. No, he he got caught up in some work stuff. So uh, Evan was kind enough to join me tonight, and I appreciate him more than he will ever know. Woke up, uh, woke up at six thirty from a nap <laughs> to a text. I'm like, hey, buddy, you want to hop on the the show tonight? And I was like, I thought that was work. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, what show? I was like, no, nah, it's Brody. I will but, hop um, on a show, but I am not coming into work." Oh yeah, if there was if there was any question, if it was a work question, I was blocking the number. <laughs> I was not even paying attention to it. So but a little yeah, housekeeping no. right off the bat here. Uh we are on Twitter and also on Instagram at Diggity Podcast. And of course, we are part of a wonderful, wonderful network network uh called Spawn Camp. And we are and Spawn Camp is located everywhere as well. Twitter, Instagram at Spawn Camp Co. Um please follow us and follow Please. The network and also follow all of the wonderful shows like WASD, where Evan hails from most of the yes. time. Most of the time, we yes. also, if you also have a uh, a hankering for some some gunpla and some anime, uh, definitely go check out the Build Bros. And of course, we have OBO, yeah. our kind of off topic, just absolutely batshit insane podcast as yeah. well. Uh, we we have a lot of fun with with OBO, but it is definitely a wild wild ride. Don't I'll, listen I'll, to it around children. How vulgar can we make it each week is kind of the question. Yeah, that we have. It, and we like, what can tend we talk to about? tend to make it somehow worse when Nick isn't even there, and that's always impressive. You think that it, yeah, you'd think that it would be worse when he is there, but it's almost like we're we recognize he's not there, so we all have to pick up the slack in a way. But then we go overshoot it, <laughs> and we're like, oh, because we don't have all the stories that he's got, so. Yeah. But please go and uh, like and follow us and also leave us please some do. reviews. We are all over, I mean, any any podcast platform you can imagine. We're also on YouTube, obviously. We really would love to have your subscription there. And Absolutely. every all of our podcasts now under Spawn Camp will be streaming, or not streaming, but will be uploading to uh, YouTube under Spawn Camp Co. as well as Twitch. Um, so we've been obviously rebranding a little bit. If you've been following us for a while now, you kind of understand what's going on it's still crazy <laughs> yeah. it's still a mess we're still figuring it out ourselves so uh um, yeah if you have any questions about it feel free to reach out when hopefully we can explain it better but yeah four, four really fun podcasts uh all under one roof and uh we would love to have your support in all this that my, being uh, said oh go ahead Evan. my twitter dms are awfully dry so if you have any questions about spawn camp Ooh. you know Ooh. uh hit, hit me up there i can say it at the end of the show moisten but, those twitter dms yes please that's Ugh. oh disgusting that was terrible that was gross i take that I, back please i felt gross hearing it <laughs> i felt like i had to take a shower i just finished taking a shower <sighs> i think i gotta go back oh, before i say anything else fucking stupid let's get into this evan what yes. have you been playing my friend okay recently i've been playing a lot of bioshock i just finished bioshock one uh two days ago and i started two tonight um Already played them. I played them when I was a kid. They were probably the first, some of the first games I really played that were story based that were from, they were like, 
original things, right? Like a lot of the other stuff that I'd heard of that I wanted to play that were story was like GTA, but GTA had been out for years before I was really, you know, sharp enough to understand what it was. And same thing with that. So Bioshock came out and my dad and I were both like, this is interesting, you know, and it was super, it was hailed as one of the you know best games of its generation of its time. And it's, it still holds up. I mean, just when I was playing it, re- recognized that it came out in what, 2007, 2008. It was for the original Xbox 360, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to find out real quick. It always shows me just that, though. Yeah, it was August 1st, 20 uh, or 2007 um, or August 21st. Sorry. But um, playing it again, I was like, holy shit. I was like, this is holding up. Like, I mean, they have, I played the remastered version, so they all were running great and no real bugs or anything to speak of. But, um, it was just the, the story itself and the, the levels. And it did get a little bit repetitive towards the end. I hated the ending in the sense of that whole, um, escort (laughs) mission that you have to do. Right. I was like, come on, man. I'm like, it's so tedious, but it was just like one of those things where I had to tough it out. And I, I knew the ending, obviously I'd already played it, but, um, yeah, I uh, I really loved it, and now playing the second one, I'm I'm enjoying it too. I plan on playing Infinite and then all the Burial at uh, at Sea DLC when I'm done with that, and then um, on the other end, I've been playing a lot of Counter Strike, <laughs> just like nice. the, the complete opposite of it. I've been playing Counter Strike when I've been feeling competitive, and then when I get angry or upset or I lose too much, I go and play Bioshock where I can just chill out and relax and just kind of get sucked into the the story and the world and and everything like that. So yeah. That's kind of been it for me. Nothing crazy. So I love Bioshock. That is one of my favorite game series ever. It's definitely up there. Um, now, Counter-Strike, I have never played, which is good. I know yes. is is crazy, but uh, I just recently got into the, the whole PC gaming thing. So uh, Counter-Strike has I, I I have it. I think I even have it downloaded, but I uh, just it's never free to play played now, it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I even bought it before it went free to play like while oh, back. You? Yeah. And uh, I just never got around to it. It was kind of one of those things. I'm like, I feel like I'm way too late to the game to get into this now. Also, I'm really bad with mouse and keyboard. So uh, right. probably not the game to try to jump into now. Um, it's, you know, not very forgiving as a PC shooter where you've got like COD now and Battlefield and those games are somewhat, even Overwatch, I'd say is somewhat forgiving in that sense where there's aiming and, you know, like you can actually, there's a little bit more involved in it. I mean, Overwatch doesn't have aiming and everything, but I mean, you know, there is a, there is an ADS component for some characters and obviously Battlefield and COD have it, but CS is one of those games where it's like, you can't ADS for anything and it's all about your movement and your spray control. And it's just still unique in that regard. And it's fun being a player who has had it since the game has come out. And then I have a decent amount of time on it. Not as much as most of the other people that I play with or know. I have Mm -hmm. 1700 hours on it. Whereas most of the people I know have over 4,000. Yeah. That's a lot, which is hilarious. It's fun playing a game like that over time because you get to watch the insults change. Um, (laughs) You know, before it was, before it was just your hours because steam didn't have a way at the time really to hide your hours for games on your profile. So people would just look at your profile and they'd be like, Oh, unless your profile was private, but some people didn't have it. So they would just, you know, type some mean thing about how many hours you had. And then the five year coin came out for uh, people who had owned the game for five years. Mm -hmm. And then it came to, it came to that. You had a five year coin, but you still suck. You're still bottom of the leaderboard. Now I have a 10 year (laughs) coin because I've owned the game for 10 years. So now that comes in where they go 10 year coin. You're still, you still suck. 
I'm kicking their ass in terms of KD. We're winning the game, but I somehow am still bad. And it's like, <laughs> I want to tell them, like, you know, 10 right. like if you do the math, 1700 hours is not 10 years. I don't think it's even five. So right. you have the coin because Steam recognizes you've owned the game for 10 years. You had it in your library for that. Yeah. One. People forget about that. They don't even care. They're just like, you know, you're, you're stupid and you know, this, this, and this. So it's, it's fun watching the insult change, but I mean, the game is still the same. I mean, it's, it's, and that's a comforting thing about it, right? With Overwatch, yeah. you come back every couple of months, something new is different, like, or, you know, something has changed, you know, somebody's yeah, somebody abilities gets, are different. Yeah. Yep. Somebody's weaker, somebody's stronger. <laughs> you can come back to CS and you know that AKs are going to one tap. If you hit them in the head, ops are going to usually always be a one hit kill. Like it's comforting to come back and remember that stuff and playing it again. It's like, feel like a kid i go right yeah. back to the same positions and do the same thing and then i been pretty good i've been doing pretty well kicking ass and stuff like that and then with um what i might be doing in the future it's important to know what i'm going to be like helping other people learn so right yeah, yeah. so it's been it's been a lot of fun and then yeah i have bioshock for whenever i get too upset <laughs> <laughs> need a need a, a break from need the competitiveness yeah. yeah fair enough uh yeah. so i've been playing a lot of different things um so obviously Elden Ring was releasing this week or released tonight. Um, yeah. So I went in on a game called Mortal Shell, which is uh, basically a love letter to uh, Dark Souls type okay. games, Souls games. Um, it's it's tough. It is actually made by a much smaller studio. So there's kind of I feel like some of the controls and some of the um uh, various different like animations and stuff are a little bit laggy. They're not quite as tight as something from like from software. Um, yeah. but I just wanted to kind of dip my toes into that because I haven't really, I've never been big on souls games. So Elden ring Neither was going to be really my first one that I, I actually put some time into. And, okay. uh, so I just kind of wanted to try something and I, I had, I, I believe I have Dark Souls three, and then I have Bloodborne as well. Um, okay. But both my my PlayStation and my Xbox were taken up by my kiddos, so I was like, "Hey, I got the PC. I'm gonna play Mortal Shell because it was on Game Pass." Um, oh yeah, sure, makes sense. It's not bad. It, it it's actually kind of a cool concept. Some of the things that they've done there, obviously, a very big love letter to the Dark Souls series. Um, okay. But yeah, I, I feel like some of some things could use a little bit of a, of an adjustment to kind of tighten it up a little bit. Um, sure, but yeah. I know a lot of people that are big fans of souls games really do enjoy more mortal shell. I've heard a lot of good things about it, so it could also just be me being terrible. Um, right. yeah, you have no idea, <laughs> right? I, I <laughs> yeah. don't know. Um, yeah. I, I played about an hour of total war warhammer three, uh, okay. basically just enough to kind of get through the tutorial and kind of get a feel for that. Um, I don't, I don't think it's for me. No, I really don't. I, it, it's, it's cool. It's very pretty. Um, but I don't think that that kind of scale of like an RTS game is something I'm super interested in. Um, it's strategy, right? So it's a bit, yeah, bigger. it's not yeah, like Civ, it's, where Civ is very yeah, right. simple in that regard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it's, it's not bad. Like, uh, obviously, I mean, for what it is, it's fantastic. I just don't think it's a series that, or a or game type really that is speaking to me, at least not at this moment. Like I may, may kind of venture into it again later, but uh, it wasn't really in the vein of anything I was interested in playing this week. I just wanted to try it so I could kind of briefly talk about it. And uh, it it's a beautiful game. 
and and it ran very well. I didn't have any issues or anything, but it was just oh, just not not hitting that spot. Um, I played some Ali Ali World on my Switch, which was a lot of fun. That game is just kind of this goofy two D skateboarding game. Uh, okay. it, it's it's pretty fun. Um, some of the challenges in there are really, really difficult, <laughs> but I would, I, I'm also a completionist, so I don't like to move on until I've actually done most of the challenges or something. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was kind of one of those things that I'm like, I, uh, I'll play it for a little bit here and there. And then I bounce out of it. I went, uh, very, very deep into cuphead this week as well on my switch. I, I had oh, yeah? it on Xbox. I picked it up on Switch now just because it, it seemed like a good game to kind of pick up and play in spurts and uh, get really frustrated at while I was while I was laying in bed, and things like that. Um, but I, I think I'm at 30, 36 percent of the way through it. I made it to the second island or the second part of the world or whatever. I, I haven't gotten that far yet. That's another game that I've been yeah playing here and there, too, is, is Cup. Yeah. I've beaten. I've beaten a couple of the first bosses, but I have not gotten okay. to the end of the first world. I'm still fighting um, the Zeppelin lady, and then I think the one plant, the flower. Yeah, I think I have yep. to fight both those, and then whoever the uh, there's, I think a third or final one that I got to beat too. I can't remember. Okay, um, but I've gotten through most of the world, other than yeah, just those bosses. I've done the little like side, like yeah. the mausoleum and like the other little things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, God, that game is. That game is awesome. I, I really, really adore that game. It is challenging. It is frustrating, but yeah. it is so good. I mean, the the art style alone is such a huge part of it that is just it, it keeps me into the game even when I am frustrated. Now, yeah. the the flower one that you're talking about, I got I, that one took me a while to beat uh, yeah. the second world so far. I have beat uh one of the one of the bosses and one of the running guns and then the mausoleum um and then the the other bosses have been very difficult so far so they get yeah they just get harder and there's like more stages to them so you got to kind of make it so far and in order to kind of learn it and even then it's like so you'll get hit by some bullshit and it'll just completely right. mess up the entire run. You're like, ah, God. <laughs> yeah. I've gotten all the way to the end of the Zeppelin and then she just does one ability or one thing or I miss yeah. something and I'm, I only have one health point left and then I die. That's why I, that's why I've left to beat too. I have her, the flower. And then I think, uh, Ribby and croaks, the two frogs. Yeah. Um, I haven't fought them yet, but I mean, just from their episode in the TV show, not going to be a Uh fun time. (laughs) Uh, It's not that bad. I think I beat it on my second go. Granted, I had played it before when I was playing on my switch. So I, I, or sorry, on my Xbox. Um, so that one, I kind of already knew the ins and outs of honestly, the whole first world. I pretty much knew the ins and outs of, I think I was like a couple bosses away from getting to the second like world, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, it's a good game, but it's also a game that will make you want to pull your hair out if I had oh, hair, yeah. so I have to go to the beard. Um, yeah. I hey, jump man, back. You know, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> you yeah. got to pull hair from somewhere, right? Uh, yeah. I I have a whole list of games this week. Sorry. Um, I oh, you're good. Yeah. Halo as well. I jumped back into that because I wanted, uh, they have that Tenrai uh, event going back on, or going on again this week. To get the armor? Yep, uh, yep. Okay, and I'm, yeah. I think I started this week at like level 19 in that. So I, I really want to get to the end of it just because I want the, I want the, the Katana uh, belt piece okay. that you can get that 
that attachment. Um, That's cool. And then I also want that demon mask. The demon mask is really cool. Uh, yeah. Probably will never use it, but uh, regardless, I want it because I'm I like to collect things. So, but there, I, I believe more. after after this week, there's two more scheduled events of this of this event. Um, okay. So. I one way or another, I should be able to make it there, but I was going to see if I could get pretty, pretty far that way. The next two events, all I have to do is a couple challenges and I should be there. Right. Um, I gotta do but I just too. jumped into that last night and played for like an hour and a half and, and went up to, I think I finished at like level 23 in that event, but I, oh, nice. I've already maxed out the battle pass. So doing any of the other challenges rewards nothing to me so yeah. it's like, man, and, and the way they have it where you can't just do event challenges and then go from there is kind of frustrating. Um, right. The way you have to, to actually do the regular challenges to unlock more of the event challenges that to me is kind of dumb. I, I wish they would get rid sure. of that and just let you do what you wanted to do. Right. Um, I got to do that too. Cause I bought the battle pass and I have not played it. So I need to get that money's worth back of, of actually going through the levels. Cause I want that armor too. I think it's pretty sweet. So yeah, I'd like to be able to, to get it at some point, but I've just, I get so frustrated with it so fast because yeah. I'm not good at halo games. I've never been like, I'm not good at the bullet sponginess of things. And I, I mm-hmm. feel like I'm pumping my, like I'm, I'm pumping bullets into people and then I die in like three bursts. And yeah. I'm just like, that's why I typically play tactical slayer just cause it's easier. Just headshots. It's all yep. that, you know, you really, so that's easier for me. But when it comes to like big team battle or just regular slayer, I'm just terrible at it. I can't, it's one of those yeah. games where I'll, I'll admit every day. I am not good at halo. <laughs> like, I've <laughs> never been, I've never been good at it. And I got to applaud, honestly, the professional players who can play it very well. Cause I cannot. And I, for the life of me, do not understand how they do it. Like, yeah, blows my mind. But this this Halo is actually the first Halo I've gotten into since like Halo three, really. So I yeah, same here, really. Halo five, I could not get into for the life of me. Halo four. I, I mean, there were some aspects of it I enjoyed. But um, as far as multiplayer, like since Halo three, this is really about it. And I actually tend to do pretty decent in this one. But I again, I'm playing usually controller because <laughs> so when I do play on PC, it seems like the matchmaking will recognize that I'm playing on PC and it kind of fucks with that a little bit. And then I'll get my sure. ass kicked. But if I play on console, I usually do pretty good as long You're as I'm good. matching up with controller players. Right. Um, yeah. But, That's a good point, too, because playing with controller players on Halo is difficult. I mean, just because I've heard yeah. from people that like the aim assist that they give you on controller is so helpful. So. Mm-hmm. It's almost it like a, it's it's like a almost like an incentive to use a controller on PC instead of using keyboard and mouse because it's like yeah I mean you would know better about ways, that but I've heard right? from other people like that they prefer controller anyway right. so it all kind of depends I'm not a controller player I use controllers for just any game I have to play on a PlayStation like that is a single yeah. player story that I'm interested in so the Spider-Man games Last of Us Uncharted I use a controller for those if they come to PC. I'll use a, a keyboard and mouse if it works better. Really? Like God of War came to God of War came to PC and I tried keyboard and mouse and I was like, no way. I was like, I'd yeah. rather use a controller. Something like, like that doesn't lend itself great to no, mouse it doesn't. keyboard. It doesn't. But yeah, no, that's that's cool. Yeah. We need to play more Halo because yeah, you've got a PC now. We all need to we need to yeah. start playing that more. We've got got the crew. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> the, Might as well uh, do it. Yeah, with the Halo like aim assist on controller, it's funny because all the all the mouse and keyboard players are bitching about the controller players and controller players are bitching about mouse and keyboard players. So right, it's, yeah. it's like this huge toss up on Goes it back just and depends forth. on what side you actually fall under. Right. But right, um, yeah, yeah I, sure. I tend to have issues if I try to play controller on, on, 
PC just because okay. I mean, the reaction time is so much quicker on on mouse and keyboard. Yeah. You can yeah. actually, you know, fucking 360 like right now. It's fast. It's no yeah. big deal, right? Yeah. <laughs> on controller, I mean, you're like, Ugh. yeah, getting there. It's like, yeah, no, I get it. That's 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 crazy. But um, yeah, I'm trying to get better with my reaction times, too, just because of Counter-Strike and I have pretty good reaction time still for a, an old 22 year old in the world of, you know, competitive gaming. Like I'm an old man. Yeah, where everybody's like 16 to 18 years old. Watch yeah. my brother play who's 17 and it's like I'm watching him and it's like almost times where I just want to ask him, like, do you want to 1v1 me real quick? Just so I know if I'm good still. <laughs> like, like if I kick your ass, I'm going to feel really good. But then when you beat me, I'm like not going to play my computer for the rest of the week just because I'm going to be, you know, annoyed that it's like I'm not even that much. I'm only five years older than you, but you are miles ahead of what I was when I was your age, you know? So, yeah. But I'm, I'm approaching cool. 30 and my reaction time is not getting any faster. I can tell you that right now. It doesn't get much better from there. I've watched my dad play Warzone. He's almost 50 <laughs> and he's going to, he's turning 50 this year and I'll watch and I'll, I'll watch him because we have the computers right next to each other and I'll yeah. look over there when I'm talking to you guys and I'm watching him play for like a couple minutes and I'd see a guy run across this, you know, he runs across the screen and my dad, this guy runs this way and my dad slowly moves the mouse over and I'm like, Holy shit, dad, he's right there. Move faster. I'm like, stop going so slow. Like, this is why you're, you're not winning. Yeah. But, no, I just, um, he's, he's pretty good. I mean, so the, the 50 year old for an old man, <laughs> I don't mean Connor said that when he Connor said that when he played with him, he's like, "Yeah, he wasn't too bad, but he wasn't the best." He was like, "Remember how old he is, right? (laughs) Remember he's almost fifty, so like I almost am impressed, like you know that he's he's still playing Warzone, which is like where he plays it." And I tell him like, "It's probably not good for your blood pressure. (laughs) You probably shouldn't be playing." Not great. Yeah, no, it's not good. Um, So I've actually played two more games this week and i won't oh talk about them too much um so Variety one game. of them i'm going to talk about a lot but uh that that's not part of this segment so lost right. arc um i okay. i've been playing still quite a bit of lost arc i enjoy it it's kind of one of those games i can hop in the discord with you guys turn my brain off and just grind just like grind it yeah I'm sure some people would be pissed, but I'm skipping all the story stuff. I really don't care. I just want the Diablo gameplay and just sure, loot, yeah. loot and stab a bunch of stuff and move along. Loot, loot um, goblin and, gameplay. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. I'm perfectly okay with that. I don't need sure. much more than that. Sometimes I just want to turn my brain off and just grind the hell out of it. So yeah. it's great to just hop in the Discord and I can you know uh, talk to you guys and joke around and stuff and not have to like focus so intently on what I'm doing. Um, sure. And then the last game that I've been playing is Elden Ring. And I will talk about that here in just a little bit. Actually, probably here very, very shortly. Um, But yeah, Elden Ring is is it came out uh, about four hours ago. So I was going to say a couple hours ago. I have about a half hour into the character creator because I love that shit. And uh, about an hour of gameplay so far. So. Um, sure. I, I guess we'll actually just go ahead and, and talk about Elden Ring while we're here. Right. And then yeah. move into some of the other stuff. Um, so Elden Ring so far, uh, again, I am not a souls player by any means. Neither um, am I but, full disclosure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, Nick would be perfect to have for talking about this game and I'm sure we'll have him on at some point to talk about it. But I'm he sure. also, I think is just now starting it tonight as well. Uh, I don't he got think on he like yeah, 45 minutes ago. Yeah. yeah so, so he made it out of the character creator like, you know, maybe a half hour ago and is yeah. just now starting to uh, wander around. 
So the big thing about this, I mean, again, not a Souls player, but from what I understand, Souls games are typically pretty linear. I mean, they they have their dungeons where you can kind of wander around to some extent. Uh, okay. This is the first one that is open world. Um, yeah. This world is fucking massive. It is okay. huge. Um, immediately from the get-go, like you start seeing things that people, you know, how they can leave messages and stuff. And yeah, right off the bat, notice that everybody is a troll, just absolutely sure. a troll. <laughs> it's like, it's hey, like try jumping. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're yeah. like, Death Stranding right was usually pretty helpful. Like people could leave the mess, like like Dark Souls, they could leave messages and they'd yeah. be helpful. They'd be like, watch out, there's BTs over here. But like, yeah, I mean, that's something where I'd expect it from Souls players. They're like, right. I'm suffering. I just want to make your suffering more because then I feel like I'm winning. <laughs> like, I totally get it. I'm I'm sure there are some helpful messages in there, but right I'm off sure. the get go, I mean, you get that that item that lets you write messages immediately, and so oh, yeah. you're wandering around, and you know it'll be like right by a uh, by a cliff or something. It'll be like try jumping, and you're like, ah. or if yeah, there's funny. like a a place you could walk around, and it's like boss ahead, and there's no boss, or there's like hey, right. there's no item over here, and uh, there's actually not. Uh, surprisingly enough, I figured they would be oh trolling, really because I'm not going to yeah. listen to them anyway. Um, yeah. but yeah, that kind of thing is, it's interesting. And I find myself clicking on all these messages cause I want to see what they have to say. And nine times out of 10, it is absolutely worthless. <laughs> um, they also have put some of these messages on things that you need to interact with. And it kind of is a weird thing where that's it odd. doesn't, it, it doesn't let you interact with what you need to properly. And that I find that oh. a little annoying. Um, yeah. Absolutely. which I'm sure there's a way to like dismiss that or something, but uh, it sure. is really, really, uh, I, I see how that could be useful. I see how it could be fun. And that, that openness to the community is really cool to where you can like interact with people you've never fucking met. You may never meet. Sure. You see yeah. other like ghost people running around as they're trying to, you know, do their thing and you see them fighting enemies yeah. or whatever. Um, so that I'm very, very cool. He was streaming it earlier in the Discord, and I was seeing oh, okay, people yeah. you know, run behind him. And uh -huh. I remember seeing that from older uh, Dark Souls games and stuff. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's cool that it's still there. And I mean, yeah. I'll probably pick it up, if not today, then maybe tomorrow, because I'm interested to try it, and mostly because yeah. of the hype around it. I mean, yeah, you're not a Souls-like guy, and it's like where I almost feel that same sort of like, almost like that obligation where it's like, maybe I should, just because... I'm on podcasts about video games and this is huge in terms of <laughs> right. podcasts you know, or in That's terms of video game stuff. So yeah, like I feel like I should have some sort of knowledge in the, uh, at the least of it, but I mean, I'm interested to try it. I was watching Matt play it earlier and it seemed fun, but I yeah. mean, I'm also, I'm, I don't hate difficult games. I, right. I hate games that are more so like difficult just to be difficult. Like yeah, Cuphead, I like even though it's a difficult game, but it's because the other things that suck me into it. So if Elden mm. Ring has that where it's like it's the beauty or it's the story or whatever, and I'm and I hope the story is somewhat good because uh, George R. R. Martin had a hand in it, I guess. And, you know, we all know how good he is at ending shows. Um, not his well, fault. <laughs> not yeah. his fault. I was yeah, like, not eh, his I fault. Mean... But I, I thought there was a little <laughs> joke there. I wanted to, uh -huh. to play it. But I mean, I I'm interested in trying the trying it out just for the story. And it does look pretty. Watching yeah. Matt play it, it looked great, but he had to lower some settings because uh, it wasn't running too well. Well, and from what I understand, the PC version does have some issues right now, regardless okay. of what settings you are running it at. Okay, it, yeah. it just universally has some issues that some of or some of the day one patch fixed, but not all of it. 
Did you so, post that? You posted that video yesterday about like, should you buy or whatever, like or yeah, try before yeah, yeah, you yeah. buy. And I was watching it and he was like, yeah, he's like, I, the guy said he noticed like steady frame rate dropping after like five yeah. hours of play. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's, that's, that's weird in the sense of like, I'll, I left Bioshock on for an entire night the other day and I came back and it was running fine. So, I mean, obviously mm-hmm. dated game different. So it's, you know, who knows how it'd be if it was the same, you know, if I left Warzone on, if I left Warzone on for 12 hours, I'd probably, my computer would be dead now. I was going like, to say your computer would catch fire. <laughs> yeah. I'd like be at work and my dad would call me and be like, Hey, so you don't have a computer. The house down. It's like, what the f- like what? He's like, yeah, I also don't have any of my computers now, so you're paying for that. I'd be like, well, right. I'm going to be in debt for the rest of my life. So thanks for yeah. that, Big Neil. But okay, yeah, I mean, I'm not uh, too surprised by that almost in terms it, of it, it having definitely PC has, issues. Yeah, it has some memory leak issues from what it seems like. Um, okay. But also, the weird thing to me was I never had any stutters while I was in combat. All of my stutters were while I was just running around the map. Well, that's good. I mean, you don't want Which them in is, combat. Yeah, I don't want them so far. I mean, granted, I also sure. have been avoiding combat, and I'll explain that here in a minute of sure. why I was avoiding combat for the most part. But um, <laughs> I initially I started as I, I can't remember. I meant to make a note of what class I chose, but um, it, it was I'm a class that was up. pretty well-rounded. Um Start in like full monk robes, basically, and you have abilities or you start with a sword and shield and then you also have the um, you have high faith as well as like a couple other things. But overall, it seemed like the most well-rounded and I knew I wanted to run probably one sword and one one hand magic type of deal. Um, because, uh, especially right off the Um, get go, I found out I am God awful at parrying in this game and I cannot seem to figure out the timing. So that's going to be something I got to get a a handle on, or I'm just going to continue to dodge like all the memes that you see. Um, uh, confessor. Yes. What you chose. Okay. I believe I did not realize there were this many classes. Holy shit. Yeah. There's quite a few. Um, okay. I spent a decent amount of time in the character creator. It is a very good character creator, and I would have spent probably more time in it if it wasn't for the fact that I needed to play it so I could talk about it. Uh, I, right. I thoroughly yeah. love character creators, though, and this one's fairly robust. I mean, your character is not the most beautiful thing in the world, but I'm sure you could make it pretty decent. But I, sure. I would say there's a lot of good options there. Um, you could make your character as ugly as you want, or, I mean, I... I think the the dude i've i finally settled on was like uh, actually a pretty decent looking human being like he looks like a human so i was okay oh, well, with that's, that that's important i was gonna say <laughs> some can you games make them you walk like away and you're like man this person's still just uglier it this, yeah, just doesn't yeah <laughs> i get it but this one you can actually make a a, a pretty competent human being um good. the good. i i don't know if this is a staple of the souls series but the first boss you run in there and you go to fight immediately lose to. And the fact that it loads up something after that, and it's like, you're in a different place. I assume that's just part of it. Cause it also happened in mortal shell to me. And I was like, uh, is this something? Cause I cannot beat this guy. If this like is how hard trope. this is going to be. Yeah, yeah. Something that like they're just like doing. You're designed to lose. I'm like, right. If this is how hard this game's going to be, I'm fucked because there is no right. way, <laughs> but I got yeah. my ass kicked of course. And then I saw the, the, the cut scene there and, and you load up in a new place. I'm like, Oh, okay. I think this was supposed to happen. I think this was designed mm-hmm. to make you lose no matter what. 
Because I yeah. think I even hit it, and I don't even think I took any health out of its health bar. I could be totally wrong, but it happened. Or it was so, so fast. little, you might not have noticed. Yeah, something <laughs> right. like that. Yeah, because there are other games that do that, where it's like you go into the fight normal, thinking it's a normal fight, and then yeah, you just yeah. get your ass beat. They're just way too. Are like, there's no way you could win. And then yeah. I can't remember. There was a game I I remember. I'd always play the beginning fight because you could beat them, and I wanted mm-hmm. to beat them because I was like so cool. But like you weren't. If you didn't, that's totally like that was the point. You weren't supposed to win. But like there right. was a part of me who was like, I really just want to do it because I'll feel so good that if I actually get them, I was never able to do it. But like I could see that being a soul's trope where it's like, yeah, yeah. fight the first boss, get your ass kicked and realize what you're in for for the next 45 hours. It, <laughs> or it however seemed long like the that's game a is. thing, right? Because again, Mortal Shell did it and that's supposed to be a love letter to to Dark Souls fans. So right. I assume so maybe that was uh, just a thing. Um, yeah, I could see it. But I also thought sure. the same thing when I played Mortal Shell the first time. I'm like, oh, shit, <laughs> I am yeah, so right. screwed. Um, I get it. But uh, yeah, I mean, you you eventually after that first like boss or I this is not spoilers. This is like 10 minutes into the game. It's not a, sure. a big deal, right? I, I have only played an hour. I don't even have enough time under my belt to spoil anything. Um, yeah, but the, the cave you start out in it really kind of lends itself to showing you what the game is going to offer right so you you end up in this cave and you can basically mainline this and run right out and be good to go Mm -hmm. or there's like a a little path you can go and it has like a mini boss at the end of it and things like that where hey this is cool like this is an example of of going off the beaten path granted i don't think i got anything incredible from it but it was just kind of a cool thing to see um Immediately after that, you open up into that that main world, right? The where you see the big glowing tree and all the trailers and everything like that. So yeah. you walk out here, and um, I did not go to the like save point. Essentially, the the um, I'm drawing a blank on what they call it, but a glory glory something or another, not a glory hole, very different thing. Uh, Obio comic. <laughs> uh-huh uh, that's yeah. We'll talk about that on Obio. Um, yeah. but <laughs> making a note no, on Monday show. I didn't see that there and I just kind of ran past it. I was not familiar with that whole thing again, not familiar with this kind of game. So I just yeah. started exploring and wandering off and like just kind of seeing what I could find ended up in this cave and opened up a chest and it teleported me to a cave basically that is more for like not quite end game, but much later in the game when you were significantly more leveled up, didn't okay. realize that re- <laughs> went on to die about four to five times before I looked it up online. Uh, thank God somebody already wrote something about this six hours ago. So <laughs> I I ended up finding it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Because I'm starting. I still have started gear. I don't have anything. I haven't yeah. leveled up. I haven't done sure. shit, right? And Jesus. got my ass kicked, found out you basically have to sneak out of this. Well, then once you pop out of this cave, you have you're still in a very high level zone. Okay. So then you have to sneak around and go to a <laughs> an entirely different like find one of these glory spots again. You rest at the glory spot and then you can finally teleport back to the start. <laughs> oh, okay. So this was a absolute disaster. It took me probably I spent most of my time in this difficult area just trying to get out of there without dying. <laughs> it took me like every bit of a half an hour to 45 minutes to finally make oh, it out. Man. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so my initial initial thoughts are a little skewed as to 
what I'm really getting into. I'm much more excited to stay in an area that is I'm I have the ability to actually get through and I feel competent in. Um, But I will say the world is very beautiful. There's a lot of cool enemies already and I have not even seen half of them. Um, there's a lot of really cool things going on here. I feel like I can, can get into this combat system. It's going to take me some time to learn and it's going to take me some time to kind of not even master, just become halfway competent with, uh, some of the control scheme stuff is a little goofy in my mind, but it's not terrible and I can get, I can get used to it, but sure. Um, Ultimately, I, I'm really enjoying this, but that underleveled zone, I didn't even have my horse yet, so I couldn't traverse quickly. I couldn't okay. run past waves of people. Like I literally had to fight my way or sneak my way around everything. Adding a sneak to this game is fantastic because it allows you I to was gonna you know, ask, get through some stealth, things. <laughs> is stealth good or fun or anything like that? Yeah. I'm, typically a, I'm a stealth player, Sam Fisher all the way kind of thing. So like, I love to be stealthy yeah. if I can. I am not big on stealth typically, but I will say in a game like this, I feel like it it is going to be a great addition that will make it um, not not more uh, bearable, but a little bit more friendly. Like if you want to get past something a little bit quicker or you're sneaking into a place that you should not be because you're under leveled, you may be able to actually kind of get around some things, but um, definitely enjoying what I have played of it so far. I need to definitely give it a lot more time and I will over the next week and next week I will talk about it a lot more, but I just kind of want to give my initial impressions. Everybody is giving this fantastic ratings. Like I have not seen anything below a nine. I don't think most of it has been nines or tens. I mean, I've heard very good. Yeah. I've seen very good reviews and everything. So that's, that bodes well, right? Yeah. Yeah. And there are some technical issues, but it, I mean, it's launch. Hopefully they'll patch some of this stuff in and, and get it, kind of in a better working order. Um, but even as it stands now, it's not unplayable by any means. There's some problems, but it's certainly sure. not unplayable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and look at it from that perspective too, though, right? Like so many games, especially like AAA titles come out now that aren't playable. You know, you got, especially multiplayer yeah. ones, like uh, the dumpster fire that remains to still be burning 2042, as well as, you know, other single player games cyberpunk you know and stuff so to hear that like reviews have all been really positive and yeah there's a couple issues here and there i'll i'll take that right like yeah mitigate as many issues as you can halo infinite was a great example too where it's like sure there might have still been some bugs but everything ran smooth there was no crazy wacky things like nick posted in the discord earlier today about the chicks eyebrows and <laughs> cyberpunk that says do not yeah. use in game it's like come on guys it's been like yeah. two years now or like uh, i found that image a couple months or like a year and a half ago of uh, a straight sign in cyberpunk that said changeable copy or something <laughs> like that it was just it was like add text when available and right. it's like guys come on like it's a street sign like that's not i mean it's right. something you might not even notice but when you do notice it, it's like, well, you didn't pay much attention. Um, <laughs> right. That's good. I, I like the idea of a stealth mechanic because I'm a, I'm a stealthy player at heart, but I'm not a stealthy player to avoid things. I'm mm-hmm. a stealthy player to to kill the things that are there. Like I'm right. uh, I don't like to just sneak around enemies. I usually like to, especially in a game like Elden Ring, where it seems like you'll get benefits or maybe loot or whatever from killing people. Yeah. Uh, so I'll always take a stealth approach to that, just because it's 
easier to do that where you can car, uh, you know, almost like compare. I, I'm not going to say the word cause I can't get it out of my brain right now. I don't know why I'm not very good at English today. Um, <laughs> but like, it's easier to just go and focus on one enemy that you want to take out and just kind of like, is there like a, like a throwing a rock or something like that, like to lead an enemy away from people? Or is it just kind of like you can just purely go through? Do you not, not know? Yeah. Not that not I'm that aware of okay. so far. I, again, I, I, I have not done enough to really justify sure. anything except for run with my tail between my legs type of thing. <laughs> Which is what I think a lot of people have expected or, or waited for. Um, right. But that's, that's cool though, because I like, I like stealth and I like being a stealthy player, especially when it comes to games that might be particularly more difficult just because it allows me to easily go, okay, this is the big bad. So I'm going to take out all of his little guys first as quietly as I can without getting into a huge fight and then kind of make it a bit easier on myself rather than just be like a tanky class who's like, yeah, let's just fucking go at it and, you know, fight right. 10 people at once. Like I can't, it depends on the game. It, you know, if I'm really good at it, it's like a shooter like Far Cry. It's like, yeah, then I'll just run into an outpost and just start taking people out. But if it's like I get a bigger benefit from being quiet, then I'm going to do it. Or if like, yeah, like especially in something like Elden Ring where I can, mitigate the suffering i will have yeah then i'm totally going to do it but yes yeah, so i had good. to that bodes well i had to make sure i picked a class that was a little bit tankier it's not fully yeah. tank but definitely a little tankier because uh stealth is not my strong suit also sure. uh parrying or dodging is not my strong suit i'm i need to be able to at least tank a few hits because i'm i'm much more like probably the guy running in with a great sword and just trying to fuck shit up, like do as right. much damage yeah. as quickly as I can get ta tank a couple hits and then hope for the best. But which is I'm bizarre because a lot of games I play healers too, which it's, it, it's this weird dichotomy of which one am right. I going to be today? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I'm more of a range character in a yeah. lot of games, especially RPGs. Like I think I got shit from a friend of mine for being a range character in Skyrim. I was like, but I like, you were this, I just like, you were this, uh, stealth archer. Yeah. I was a Khajiit who had a, who had a bow and arrow and I just, yeah. That I, sounds I, about but right. I, yeah. I mean, I just, I liked, I like uh, ranged combat in that sense. And, uh, Skyrim doesn't really work out for me in that way though. It doesn't feel the same or it didn't feel very right. good being an archer. It just didn't work like just gameplay wise, but I yeah. like being an archer. Or I like being some, somewhat of a ranged class or if I can be a, a faster melee class. I'm not a huge tank guy. Like tanks, right. as far as it goes for me, is I'll, I'm Roadhog and Overwatch, and I'm great at that. But there's nothing yeah. more like <laughs> that I can really do in that regard. I've never, I've never right. been a tanky character or a tanky class kind of player. I always, like, even in like League or Smite, I'm typically more of an assassin, somebody who's quick and is just kind of yeah. high damage for a short period of time. Just get get a couple kills and then run back and heal or something like that. And I'm good at that role. Like I've learned my place. You know, I'm not right. a very good tank and. I don't know how to sit there and take damage because in my brain, I take damage is run time. It's not time to stay and fight. It's time to leave. Like goes, go back as quick as I can, but okay. That's cool. I like that there's a yeah. stealth mechanic and it seems like you've had fun with it aside from that little underworld part where you well, can't really yeah. escape, but <laughs> that was hell. But uh, yeah. before we move on here, I did want to address. So Ed in our chat said that the patch is live for PC. I do have the patch downloaded. I will say there's still definitely issues. Uh, and okay. that, that lines up with what I heard from some reviewers as well. Uh, still definitely a lot of issues. Uh, not a lot. I don't want to say that there, there's still some frame rate issues and still some little things here and there. Um, I I'm sure they are well aware of it. I'm sure it will get patched at some point. I don't know how long that's going to be. Um, but that, sure. that patch did 
it definitely did not fix all of the issues, but it did fix some of the major ones that I haven't even seen. Right. I, I heard some people talk about them in early reviews, but um, uh, it does seem like they got at least the, the major concerns out of the way. Right. Uh, and some minor things left. So, um, <clears throat> so moving on to some real quick news here, we'll just blow through this. So the Xbox games with gold for March, uh, you get the flame in the flood from March 1st through the 31st street power soccer from March 16th through April 15th sacred Two fallen angel from March 1st to the 15th in, in SpongeBob. Sorry, I bit my tongue, uh, SpongeBob's yeah. truth or square from March 16th to March 31st. Um, I don't I I don't, don't particularly care about any of these. I don't know any of them. I've I recognize SpongeBob's Truth or Square, but I don't really remember playing it. I'm sure I did. I just don't. The other ones I have <laughs> never heard of. Uh Street Power the Soccer the almost sounds like uh, Street Power Soccer sounds like that uh what was that EA game that came out not too long ago that was Dodgeball? Uh, uh knockout city knockout city it kind of yeah. sounds like that off the top yeah, of it. like similar this, vibe yeah 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 similar thing like yeah soccer superpowers and all that kind of stuff and like yeah crazy game modes and playgrounds so like that's cool though but i mean like yeah um knockout city was fun we we, we, we played that for a short period of time we really loved it i mean it's fun to be able to throw a ball at a buddy's head and just watch him get knocked off into yeah. infinity so absolutely just let you take out some of that anger the flame and the flood sounds cool just reading the little description they've given it got um, a lot of popularity on the Switch, uh, okay. especially because it came out early enough when there wasn't a ton of games on the Switch. Um, okay, as we were yeah. kind of in that drought, it it filled a void for a lot of people. Um, but I, that's really the only one that is all right to me. I mean, the rest could be great. I just don't know them. Uh, Same here. Sacred Two. I've heard people talk about that, and they seem to like it, but I just don't know much about it personally. Um, yeah. PlayStation Plus games for March, uh, Ark Survival Evolved, Team Sonic Racing, Ghost Runner, and Ghost of Tsushima Legends. So the multiplayer component of Ghost of Tsushima, Tsushima, however you would like to say it. I'm pretty sure it's Tsushima, but um, I have no not, idea. not too bad of a list here. I know Ghost Runner is supposed to be pretty challenging. I don't care about Team that. Sonic Racing. I'm pretty I sure I already that. have that on Xbox for the kids or probably yeah. switch to i don't know uh arc is arc i mean it's it's, it's still if you like those optimized games. still runs oh, like yeah. shit oh that's great <laughs> oh you gotta love it um yeah I, I was never an arc fan i tried playing it but yeah i couldn't get over the uh the optimization problems and just not being able to run it very well it's like and then i watch people play it on youtube and it's like yeah i mean i guess it's cool to Watch a dinosaur poop, pick up its poop, and then throw it at your friend. Like, that's interesting. I mean, that's definitely unique yeah. in terms of gameplay. But, I mean, it's like I can't – I don't really want to do it if I can't see it in high-fidelity 1440p 60 FPS. <laughs> Watch that right. bird fly through the air, right? I'd rather – like, I'm watching it on, like, a, you know, a little – like, a Nintendo DS or something like that. It's like I'd rather be able to see high-fidelity turd throwing. Um, yeah. But, you know, yeah. maybe that's just not the world we're allowed to live in. Um, I have not played the Legends. Is I have not fantastic. played Legends. I, I mean the, the game. It's yeah. I was gonna say yeah, the game. It's awesome. Good. The it's fantastic multiplayer is really cool too. I played it early okay. on when they did the. Um, you Wasn't could like get the armors from different games, like they had the the God oh. of War armor and the what? Horizon Zero Dawn armor. I went through That's and cool. unlocked, I believe, all of that. And That's played awesome. Quite a bit of the multiplayer. It is very cool. It plays somewhat similar to the the 
the main game except for it's like shorter smaller missions um okay and from when i played it there wasn't a ton of variety at the point i was playing at least um but there was still a decent amount of content there and i played quite a bit in order to unlock all this armor but uh very very cool i mean for free like you can't beat this this is awesome right yeah no i mean i i've I've not played the multiplayer but i do want to try it now that you told me about that i wasn't like uh i didn't finish the story so i didn't really want to play oh gotcha i like i want to finish the story and i just i've been kind of lazy about it every time i load up my my playstation i end up playing um spider-man miles morales so like because i haven't finished that yet either and i want to finish that before the second game or third game now comes out it's called spider-man 2 so thanks for screwing it's like battlefield 1 after battlefield hardline and <laughs> well, four i mean and, you know i mean i get it miles like, is like it, your offshoot right but right and it was still just a good game it, but yeah it is definitely yeah. sort of like a yeah off yeah like like slightly like shorter a branching, experience yeah, yeah yeah branching over to here and then we're gonna be able to go back but i mean yeah no that's that's cool is yeah definitely a good list of games better than the xbox one but i mean i mostly i don't know a lot of the xbox games so yeah at that, the very least i mean that's par for the course for xbox lately though right yeah like i heard ghost runner was really good and challenging i think i played the demo of it i thought it was really cool obviously uh ghost of tsushima was really fun as a story and then arc i know what it is but never played it and team sonic <laughs> is a game that i will not touch i'm not a racing fan in that sense i like forza and f1 as my racing yeah. games usually burnout if they ever make a return please do um please do and that's it i don't really play many other I don't even play like the Forza Motorsport games. I like only the Horizon stuff. I don't like a, the only track-based stuff that I really will play is, is F1, and that's usually because I play with a buddy of ours, and um, it's just that's fun to me. Everybody's yeah. kind of on even ground, right? Like there's no mm-hmm. real the, the cars aren't different other than the fact of like you know what they look like are different and like just little individual setups, but they're more or less the same. So like I like that on, yeah. in terms of that, but I mean I don't want to play like motorsport where I've got like a I've got like a, you know, shitty beat up Ford. And then there's like, I'm dealing with like a BMW or something like that. Right. Like just as an example, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't play it, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, so on to a little bit bigger piece of news here. So Bethesda is retiring their PC launcher and moving pretty much solely to steam. And of course it's on Xbox as well, or Xbox app. Um, Good on you. Yeah. Um, I am all for less launchers. I don't like having a ton of launchers installed onto my onto my PC, so I have yeah. to load up various different things. I, I know there's things like uh, GOG Gal- Galaxy where you can kind of boot everything up from there, but I think half the time it still mm. takes you to the launcher, and then you, like it, it's still yeah, dumb, there's right? No point. Yeah, there's no point um, to really have it like that. Yeah, and now that they're under Xbox's wing, why not, right? Just there's take- no point. Yeah. yeah, just take everything over to Steam. Um, and and then, of course, the, the Xbox app as well, which is eh, sometimes, but um, I it, appreciate I would rather have that than Bethesda's launcher. Sure. And I, and I appreciate that they were like, you can still be on Steam, right? It's not going to be all Xbox exclusive because like that's, right. I think, something that EA did for before they started giving their games over to steam where it was like yeah you wanted to play battlefield 4 you had to have origin and origin just was not a good launcher compared to steam i mean nothing is really a good launcher compared to steam steam has it like steam has it down and we talked about this before we started where it's like even like people like i told our our buddies uh when red dead 2 was coming out on pc i was like just buy it through the rockstar launcher 
And they're like, why? And I was like, because if you buy it through Steam, you'll still have to install the Rockstar launcher. Right. And you'll have to load up two different things. So at the very least, like it's like I'm not a I do not like having especially developer only launchers. Like I didn't like the Bethesda one. I don't like the Rockstar one. It's just like there's no point. What do you need it for? Like it's it's easier that way. And so like I get it where a lot of people are like, well, I like to have all my games in one place. It's like, sure, I totally understand that. That makes perfect sense. But then you're just going to have to have Steam open while you have Rockstar Game Launcher open, which is just two new two more things or, you know, one more thing that you need when you could just have one. So yeah. for PC players anyway, that's kind of, you know, depending, it might it's be a, a little bit deal. important. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to have, you don't want to have too many things open, right? Like you don't want to have Chrome, Streamlabs, uh, Discord, and then like all these other things, three different, four different launchers to play one game, something yeah. like that. Right. It's not going to be very easy on your system after you load up the game, especially, but, um, this yeah, is I one I wasn't even really going to talk about. And then I was talking to Nick earlier and he's like, Hey, you got to mention this. I'm like, or he's like, don't forget about this. I'm like, but why like why why do i need to talk about this and he's like well a bunch of people are talking about it i'm like i i i felt like the writing was on the wall for this personally like this seems like the obvious move right you've been purchased by xbox at this point do the same thing that all xbox first party games are doing you are an xbox first party now just do that get rid of your shitty launcher and and Go to Steam, go to Xbox, call today. Yeah, but. just it's easier. You're going to get honestly, you're probably going to get more people buying your games because yeah. there there are going to be people like there are people I'm sure who are like, oh, I really want to play Doom Eternal or Fallout 76, but I don't want to play on the Bethesda launcher, so I'm not going to do it like yeah, guaranteed. Absolutely. I, I absolutely believe that there are people I know people personally who are like, I'm not going to play this game because I don't want to have another launcher. I totally understand it. Like yeah. it, it all depends on your love for that game right like if you're a huge fan of the doom series like i know nick is he doesn't give a shit right he's gonna play it on yeah on bethesda especially like at launch or whatever same thing with like fallout fallout 76 was like trash though and it still is but that's whatever <laughs> um couldn't find a nice way to put that like i was trying yeah. to, i wanted to be a little bit gentle but you know what nah. no, you guys have screwed nah, it don't. Up. um yeah we we're not gentle here come on now yeah we are not fallout 76 fans um no we are not but like yeah and i i I like it. I like that they were just like, yeah, we're closing up shop here. And it's like, you didn't need it. Like you didn't no. like, I said, like, like, yeah, like I just said, you would have probably had more people playing your game and they honestly probably would have been a bit longer lifespan for some of them, depending on how they are right now. Like, yeah, it's just like, yeah, people, uh, when you load up, imagine that where it's like, that's a great example where it's like, if honestly, if red dead two was in my steam library, I'd probably play it more. But I don't because I half the time I often forget I even have the launcher. Yeah, I forget I even have it. So same thing with Bethesda where it's like I never finished Doom Eternal. And then at one point where it's like my like friends would go, have you finished it? It's like, no. And they're like, well, play it. And I'm like, I don't have it. And they're like, what do you mean you don't have it? I'm like, it's not on my Steam library. They're like, it's on Bethesda launcher. I'm like, well, that's Ah, why I don't play it because I forget that I even have the launcher. I don't even know if I have it installed. I'm going to look. I will say from like a business standpoint it makes sense right why they do it because sure then they don't have to pay out for being on steam like whatever that yeah whatever i don't remember anymore right i think it's 30 it makes yeah yeah. it makes sense but at the same time like this in my mind is great to see and i'm sure part of this has to do with the xbox acquisition right like that is why this is happening i'm sure xbox is like well you know people can just download it from from the xbox app especially if they have game pass or or uh, pretty much only if they have game pass i guess but um yeah 
because that that weird like moment of Xbox doing that um I, I can't remember what they had they had a name for it where you bought it on Xbox but you also owned it on PC too. I don't remember it was what play that anywhere. Was. Yeah, play I think anywhere. It was play they, anywhere cuz I have like kind of yeah. died out quietly, which was weird. I mean, yeah, cuz most people are going to stick to whatever or yeah, cuz it was like if you played it on, if you got a game through Game Pass and you played it on your Xbox and then you got a PC and you wanted to play it on, on PC, you could go and have all your saved data yeah. from Xbox right there so you could just continue right. where you left off, which is cool. That's awesome, uh-huh. super helpful, but I mean for as an example, somebody who only plays on PC really and I I pay for Game Pass but just for PC. Yeah. Like there's no real issue there. Like I, I yeah. don't really have a problem with it. So I, but I, I can understand happened, people who do, who do both. I assume what happened there is they were pretty much only doing the play anywhere titles with first party titles. And then once okay. they rolled out game pass, I think they just were like, Hey, get game pass ultimate instead. And then you have it both places. Cause I have not seen any, I don't think I've seen any more titles that have been play anywhere titles. So right. interesting stuff, but, um, Next up, we have the the news that Call of Duty is going to be pushing their game for 2023 back, it looks like. Um, yeah. Not anything too crazy here, just kind of a, a brief mention more so. Uh, I will note that according to some of the releases and the, the conversations that they've had so far, they have said that they will still be supporting um, the agreements that they had with PlayStation which okay uh, i mean uh it up through the acquisition and then after that still kind of hazy at this point but i do believe that 2023 or through 2023 or maybe 2024 is all that they currently have in agreement with playstation so pushing that back a year may take that game out of that envelope or maybe they'll still have to release that because it was a game they had originally agreed to but sure i am happy to see call of duty take a year off um that will be very very good hopefully this next call of duty game is good enough to last two years because uh vanguard does not seem to have nearly the steam that a lot of the other call of duty games have had especially not like a modern warfare or even cold war which uh, cold war was not my favorite but um yeah, story was good, but that's yeah. it for yeah. me anyway. Like, yeah, story was good, but I really couldn't care less about anything else. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. So what this really means, I don't know what this is really going to bring out. I don't really know. I don't even think it's a, been officially announced by Activision. This is just by people within the industry that have been saying this. So, um, OK, cool. I yeah. will get another Call of Duty in in 2024. <laughs> And yeah, probably really. one still this year. I, I believe that was uh Treyarch's game that was getting pushed back. If I remember correctly. Yeah. It's, I, who just made the last one that was sledgehammer. Uh, uh world war two. The Vanguard one. Yeah. I think that was like, yeah, that should have been sledgehammer and rave. Uh, Ravensoft has been Raven. working on war. Yeah. War or, uh, uh, war zone. Um, but yeah, because we would have um, had Infinity Ward, yeah, Treyarch, would be this year, and then this should have this next one yeah. should be, or uh, Vanguard should have been Sledgehammer. So we should be back to Infinity Ward or no Infinity Ward pushed theirs forward, didn't they? Wasn't I Vanguard read something Infinity Ward because it's built on the same frame or the same bones as Modern Warfare? Um, 
I'm gonna I'll look it up real quick. But I okay. was reading something today when I or when I saw that they were pushing the 2023 COD back. That um, it was it, yeah, Sledgehammer made it. Okay, uh, they made Vanguard. Um, I was reading something about how they were continuing with the timeline though of World War or uh, Warzone Two and whatever the Infinity Ward was for this year. They were keeping okay. those, but they were pushing the new one or the 2023 yeah. one back, is what I read. Correct. Um, which is like. Infinity Ward, I'll say, did a great job with Modern Warfare, though the yeah. first one, or like like or the 2018s. Like they, it was good. Story was good. Graphics are great. Like I'm still impressed at a lot of the things I see when I play it here from time to time. Like yeah. the gunplay, the animations, the sounds. Uh, you know, graphically looks great. I mean, it's just got that Call of Duty feel to it, which is why I don't really dip into it too much. But um, so I'm hoping that yeah, so this should be like in uh, Modern Warfare Two essentially. Like this is supposed to be a continuation, which is mm-hmm. still confusing to me how they make all this work together. It, none of it makes sense <laughs> it's, where it's like they've got they've got Warzone and Warzone has gone to it was modern warfare. Then it was, you know, 1983 and Cold War. And now it's in World War Two Vanguard. And it's it's all over the place. So it's like it's really weird, especially because they scrapped it almost where modern mm-hmm. warfare came out and then Warzone came out. And then the story of Verdansk of the Warzone map followed or mirrored every time they released new characters or new content updates. Right. So like you had Zakayev showed up in like Warzone stuff. And like, yeah. that was the reason why it was nuked, but then it's like they nuked it. And my dad cracked up with this. He's like, I understand that they're doing it because they're a, like, you know, they're a game developer. So they're just like kind of refreshing everything, but he's yeah. like, it's really not that refresh when everything just has an eighties makeover. He's right. like the map or the, like the mall still in the same spot, except it's just got different, you know, advertisements or different things up on top. You know, the supermarket is the same, except it's all 80s themed. So he's like, it really makes no difference. And it's like, that's the weird thing where it's like, so he nuked Verdansk just to go back to the eighties. I mean, like you could probably just watch top gun and get the same feel. My guy, like <laughs> back to the future, like you could just do the same thing. Yeah. And then, yeah, then they went and did, yeah, now it's all world war two. It's on an Island and all that kind of stuff. So it's weird how they're doing that. But um, yeah, I read that they were keeping this one this year and then Warzone two, whatever that is. And then, yeah, they're pushing back Treyarchs, which is understandable. Cause I mean, Vanguard was good in the sense that the story was decent. Cold War was good because the story was decent. And then Infinity or uh, Modern Warfare was good, I think, in most aspects. Like, multiplayer was fun. Campaign was good, especially because it was bringing back... I mean, you got to look at it from that perspective, too, of Modern Warfare 2018 brought back the Christ. best characters from Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They brought back the Christ. best. So, so that's different, her, right? Yeah, Soap was in there, wasn't he? Soap is no. in, I think, one of the DLCs, not in the game. Okay. Or he's mentioned, yeah, or he's like an DLC. end credits yeah, thing. Yeah. Somewhere in there, yeah. Just kind of like as a nod, yeah, but he wasn't like, uh, like, because who, whoever you play, I can't remember his name. Alex? But he's in, Alex is the guy from Cold War. He, Alex Mason, he's the uh, Black Ops guy. Yeah. Kyle I, Gaz, Gaz is his name in, in Modern Warfare, the, the uh, MI6 or the SAS guy that you play as. Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. You're talking about the, I was talking um, about the dude that like the Troy Baker looking guys. Guy. Yeah. 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 He, yeah. He comes <laughs> back in the multiplayer with, um, uh, he's got the artificial legs or whatever. Yeah. yeah. yeah I know who you're talking about. Um, yeah. So he's back in it and then, yeah. So like, I'm interested to see what they do in terms of the story for that. But I mean, yeah, I like that. They pushed it back too. if like, and please. if any game could carry the weight between that, it would be a modern warfare game. 
to be. I would say that too. Like I, I yeah. feel like Infinity Ward, full stop. Really, at this point, should pretty much handle multiplayer, and Treyarch should handle zombies, and then you can put Sledgehammer on like an entire different series and let them do something else. Not that their games are are inherently not. worse, but I just feel no. like the other two studios have have really focused in on what they specialize in and then i think from there you would be able to have like ravensoft still working on on warzone warzone yeah and hopefully not make it like right now it's just a mess there's too much going on with like all the different games implemented into it and like i don't care for how they've done that yeah yeah Yeah, i agree three different like completely drastically different eras of guns in one thing is just bizarre um but yeah they have a yeah. I feel like Sledgehammer hasn't really found their groove as far as what they specialize in. And once they are fully acquired by Xbox, I feel like they could There's go on room. to do something else, right? They There's could go a bit on of to room do to... something cool. Yeah. That's a that's a good point that you bring up though, is is I felt that a lot of the Sledgehammer games have been very good in terms of their stories. Like World War II mm-hmm. was great. Yeah. Like World War Two has arguably one of my favorite stories. I I will actually consistently like once a year I'll go back and I'll play through, you know, World War Two's campaign. And that's the only real kind of shitty thing about it is that it's just Call of Duty gameplay, right? It's like yeah. if I could just kind of watch the cutscenes, but like they did a great job with that where they had they they brought in everything, right? Where you had a sort of Normandy D Day style landing, mm-hmm. and then they went through Europe. They went through like you know the i can't remember the hurricane forest during the battle of the bulge all that kind of stuff or they they were at the battle of the bulge all that kind of stuff and then one of the main characters is kidnapped or not kidnapped but he's taken prisoner and they find out that he's jewish and he gets sent to a concentration camp and then you find him at the end of the game and Mm -hmm. it's like it's 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 heartfelt right it covers kind of all those little bases in terms of like you have you have the beginning you have you know the the terrible like horrors of war and, and finding a friend of yours who has been you know, just completely destroyed by what, you know, the Nazis did. So like, I felt like it covered a lot of things and it was really good in that sense. And it was only brought down because it was just standard. It's, it's standard call of duty gameplay, right? Where they're telling such a great story, but then everything is just intercut with shoot these 50 bad guys while they try and push your trench in. And then like, okay, well now we move on to the next part, right? Like it just doesn't. And then, yeah, they did have some things that kind of bothered me as a historical aspect, like where they just had, Right. Uh, like, here's a trench shotgun with dragon's breath rounds. It's like, I don't think they had dragon's breath rounds at this point in time. <laughs> like, or, you know, just, just, but that just, it bothers me just because yeah. I'm more of a, I'm a World War II guy, so I like that kind of uh, accuracy. But I mean, I thought they did a great job. Vanguard was a good story, but it wasn't super, wasn't crazy. Right. Like, it, it was good, but it wasn't like a fantastic, it was way out there. I'd say, it, you know, it was really like a, almost like a Mission Impossible kind of yeah. thing where it was just every character is really unique in one way and like they're mm-hmm. super badass and like that kind of doesn't. I like just to see the normal story of somebody. Cold yeah. War had a good story. I'll give them that. Like I like the choices that you not that they make a fucking difference, but like I like that they had a bit of a couple twists at the end. That right. was cool. And then Modern Warfare just had a pretty decent story overall, aside from yeah, a couple I things here it. and there, but they, they did a good job. And yeah, I mean, I agree with you, though. I think that if they're going to push back Treyarch's the only game that could really carry it would be another modern warfare. I like, yeah. It, and I feel like with Xbox acquiring Activision, I feel like 
they're going to probably make their Call of Duty games, but I think they're going to space them out a little bit more. And I, hope so. I don't think they're going to have all four studios working on solely Call of Duty. I understand that's a huge staple of it, but I think they can get two years out of a solid Call of Duty game and be okay right. and then still have like a Warzone type thing or Warzone 2 or whatever. That just it may continuously be. gets but, updated and goes yeah, on, right? And the, but then all the seems, games can, yeah, have a little bit more time. Yeah, I it, agree. It seems like, you know, having four studios all working on Call of Duty, like let let them go on to do something else. Let them do something which Please. I think under the Xbox umbrella they will be able to do hopefully. Um so. but yeah, and I feel like Sledgehammer is kind of that not not odd man out, but in a way like I I obviously Treyarch has mastered zombies. That is their thing, that is their baby, that's what they do best. And I feel like I enjoy Infinity Ward's multiplayer the most. So, I mean, Sledgehammer seems like the likely thing to take off and do some other sort of FPS. Or if they wanted to go after an entirely different genre, fuck it. Let them. You have Xbox's backing at this point. Let them do something cool. To go on with what you just said, especially about Sledgehammer, I was just I, I was almost certain of this, but I wanted to make sure just so that I had everything right. The yeah. guys who created Sledgehammer, uh, Glenn Schofield and Michael Condry, mm-hmm. they worked at Visceral and created Dead Space. Yeah. The guys who created Dead Space made Call of Duty Vanguard. Yeah. Which is like, wild. What the f- like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> look at what they did before. Right. And like, now look at what they've kind of almost been shoehorned into. I'm sure they, I, I don't know. I'm not going to speak for them, but I don't know if they love what they're doing or they don't. But I mean, right. like, you guys have such a great history right Mm -hmm. like you guys you guys have this experience and you've made fantastic games arguably you will be remembered for dead space more than you will for call of duty vanguard or you know uh, call of duty world war ii and like that's not to say those games are bad they're not they're not perfect they're not terrible games or anything like that i (laughs) i've only played dead space a couple of times because i'm not a scary game kind of guy i like (laughs) the furthest i go is resident evil like that's that's typically where i sit in sure yeah like i can't really do and in terms of like body horror like the necromorphs i'm just not a i don't get grossed out by it it's just kind of more of a thing of like i can deal with a couple vampires or like you know big vampire mommy i can't really deal with something crawling out of the vent that's got what I appears to be two legs and four arms, but all the arms are blades. Like yeah, I can't enough. really, I can't really do it. I like my brain gets overloaded. It's like, what do I shoot? Like <laughs> all, I don't of know it. what. Just yeah. Yeah. It. Just <laughs> decimate every burn it with fire. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, but so uh, yeah. for, for our final topic, we, we need to get this wrapped up so Nick can finally go and play Elden ring before he loses his mind. Um, <laughs> Thanks for watching. I told Nick, him that we appreciate you. you. Um, so I wanted to touch on the Cuphead show. We don't have to go super deep into it, but I know you sure. watched it and I watched it and I didn't want to miss that right. opportunity because I also know Jeff doesn't have Netflix anymore. So he did not watch it. So this is perfect that we could actually sit down and talk about this. We won't spoil anything. Not that there's really much to spoil. It's like watching no. Looney Tunes in a way. Um, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. What what are your initial thoughts on? Well, not even initial thoughts. What are your overall thoughts on on the Cuphead show? How you feel? So I I I started watching it when it like when it came out because I saw I think Nick made a post about it on Twitter. I loved it. Yeah. 
I, I started watching it right away. I fell in love with obviously the art style. I love the beginnings of the show. I liked like the intro and then I love the sort of this old timey thing where it shows like the name of the episode and then it's got like all the little things down at the bottom of like in conjunction with Netflix studios. Like, it, it, but it was all in this old time format, you know, 1930s, yeah. 40s, like Looney Tunes era. Um, I loved it. And then I right away, right, I heard the 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 you know cuphead and mugman talking and i love that first yeah that first episode where they they find the they go to the carnival and it's just like the it's the little things in the background right like the static characters yeah. like that don't move at all i loved that you know and i loved a lot of the other um interesting things like there there's a scene later in the episode or one of the episodes where I mean, again, like you said, we're not really spoiling anything because it's 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 Looney Tunes, right? Like, right. you know, it's <laughs> stuff that happens in the episode does not particularly carry on in that. Right. Way. There's, there's like a scene... one broad thing, but it's yeah. the same yeah. basis as the story to some extent. So it or to the the game. So it's not like yeah, it's a so it's not crazy. spoiler here. <laughs> but um, Mugman, I think, loses his handle. Yeah. And I remember watching it and. I'm cracking up because I'm watching another cup show him different handles and he's just critiquing them with like too industrial, (laughs) too feminine, too this. Like he's just like, he's got all these different answers for things and I'm just, I'm losing it because I'm like, I'm watching a cup try to help another cup with his handle. And that was the whole, I remember uh, Elder Kettle comes in and he talks, it's a whole euphemism for like your body changing. Right. I I was cracking up because I'm watching it, you know, and I'm just like, this is so absurd, but it's so good. Like I, oh, I love the humor. The yeah, like I said, the voice acting is spot on. Like it, it's great, and then it's got this great. Um, it's it's a way to detach. You know, there's not a whole lot of real world stuff you get in from it, right? There's not a whole right. lot of undertones that are related to anything going on in the real world, which is nice. It's a good escape. You're you're watching two cups just have the time of their lives. Yeah, like and be yeah. absolute idiots. Just, yeah, just morons. Fools. Yeah. <laughs> and just Cuphead so is stupid. <laughs> Cuphead is Cuphead is terrible. Incredibly dumb. Like yeah, Mugman so is the, the smarter of the two. Not that that's saying a lot, but <laughs> No, but he's definitely like it's it's funny, you know, he's making him an invisible sweater. Like right. you know, just these yeah. <laughs> they get to go and play their fate or go to their favorite game show with King Dice, and it's just like he's so stupid but he's just avoiding all of King Dice's ways to get him into the secret room. Like, yeah. And yeah. Watching the devil have like a terrible party because some dick basically is just like, actually right. you haven't gotten all the soul. Actually. <laughs> yeah. He's literally that it guy where I'm watching him. Me. Yeah. Yeah. He's always got his glasses pushed up. He's always got one finger like, hold on. Like, yeah, uh-huh. no, it's, it's, it's good. I love it. It's, it's, I haven't finished the show yet. I want to, I've, hilariously enough i told my family we're gonna watch this family because the last show we all watched together was stranger things season one okay so we haven't watched we haven't watched a full show together and i was like we're gonna watch this they're 15 minute episodes there's 12 we could finish it in a day like let's do it shit you not my brother goes no i don't want to watch it my sister goes that sounds stupid i don't want to watch it yesterday i get to grand rapids i'm talking to my mom and she goes you know what grace texted me my sister she goes she texted me and she goes so this Cuphead show is on Netflix. I think we should watch it. And my mom texted her back in all caps. She goes, that's the show Evan was trying to get you to watch. And she goes, oh, oh. I don't want to watch it now. <laughs> yeah, she goes, oh. And I was like, yeah, you're an ass. Like, I was uh-huh. trying. I was like, this is good. We should all watch it. But, yeah, no, my parents loved it. They were walking by and they just were mesmerized. It's yeah. nostalgia. They oh, go, absolutely. It reminds me of Popeye. It reminds me of, yeah, Looney Tunes and 
other classic cartoons that they watched. And I, I love seeing that because I can see the look on their faces. Right. Where they're like, oh, this takes me back. You know, this mm-hmm. takes me back to watching cartoons in the early or late 70s, early 80s, you know, and it's it's cool to see that response to them, because, I mean, even I have some of those moments where it's like, yeah, it reminds me of watching the old Scooby-Doo cartoons, yeah. like the really old ones. So, yeah, it's it gets like a, a nine out of 10 for me. Like, I yeah. really have loved it so far. Yeah. I, so I didn't obviously I'm not quite old enough to watch some of those shows like as they were coming out or anything, but, or even like the first version of the reruns of them. But I, I did watch a ton of Looney Tunes growing up and a lot of like, um, Oh God, I can't even think of what they used to call it. It was on cartoon network, but when they would do like the throwback stuff, I used to watch a ton of that. Um, I can't remember completely drawing a blank, but, uh, so I, I have a real soft spot for that style of animation and just kind of that slapstick humor, like nothing special going on, just humorous, like very on the surface level of just fun. Right. Uh, and, and that's, that's the way I kind of described it was like, uh, to my wife when I was telling her about it, I was like, it's like watching Looney Tunes, like shit blows up for no fucking reason or like just random things like that. But I, I love all of the callbacks to the game and like, you know, some of the The bosses show up in different things. Yeah. 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 King Dice and the, the Ribby and and, uh, Toad or Ribby and Croak or whatever. Yeah. Like they show up and, and the vegetables, The vegetable showed up. Yep, yeah, that yep. was a great episode. I love the uh, they convinced the devil to paint the fence. Yeah, <laughs> which and was then they just fantastic. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, he paints all these different colors and it comes back white when he's done with like using his powers. Then he's like, where'd they go? And he follows the paint trail of their footsteps to a ride. And then right. he's like, let me have your soul. And they don't know. He forgets that he doesn't have the <laughs> they don't know that he doesn't have the invisible sweater on. So Cuphead yeah. just Cuphead cracks him up while they wait to get on the ride. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, Mugman shows up. Uh, yeah, no, it's just, yeah, uh, right there with it's, the slapstick humor. It's all on the surface. You don't like it's almost like when you were talking about when you played Lost Ark and you're just able to turn your brain off. Same thing. Like, you don't have to think too hard. You just yep. sit back and enjoy it and have a good time and enjoy, like, what Cuphead and Mugman get up to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I, I regret watching it by myself, though. I wish it would would have been something that I watched with, like, the whole family and, and something yeah. good to just kind of sit down. I, again, it's like 15-minute episodes. We could have knocked out They're quite very a few of them. I, yeah. I think I knocked out the entire thing in a couple days. Um, but, yeah, I, I wish I would have sat down and watched it with the kids. I don't think I got nearly as much enjoyment out of it just watching it myself um, just because – it is something I, I feel like I would have enjoyed more, you know, seeing how the kids reacted to it and things like that. Not saying I didn't enjoy it because I, I absolutely adored it. It was fantastic. It was it was great. Sure. Um, but it, it also felt like like something I should have been enjoying with the kids and, and something I, I I tried to. I was like, hey, you guys should watch this on Netflix. And they're like, eh, we'd rather watch YouTubers. And you're like, OK, cool. Never mind. Uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's no, fine. You know, um, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, dad, yeah, they're like, dad just wants to watch his old shows. Cause I mean, right. you know, right, you look at it and you're like, it's old. Like, I mean, it looks yeah. old. I mean, even granted, it's on Netflix, but like, um, that they was, know, that's actually, oh, they ahead. do know what uh, Cuphead is, though. So they, oh, they are they? aware okay. that it is new sure, and, and yeah, things yeah. like that. But, um, and that was the, that's actually the same reason as to why I wanted to get my family to watch it was because, uh, my, my brother and sister, I've, uh, <laughs> hilariously, I'm obviously joking, but I've given up hope. Like, 
my sister's just gonna watch whatever youtuber she watches my brother's gonna watch anime and there's nothing i can do about it like i can't convince them to watch i'll never get my brother to watch the sopranos i'll never get him to watch Mad Men. i'll never get him to watch peaky blinders like he'll watch comic book shows he'll watch anime and all that's fine but like i do want to convince him at some point to watch a bit more of those dramatic shows just because so he kind of i think it's important if you're going to be watching tv and stuff like that just to kind of know what the greats are in a way absolutely like like just to know the history of certain things same thing with like um he never wants to watch any sort of movie that isn't about superheroes, right? I've tried to get him to watch Pulp Fiction or Reservoir Dogs or any Quentin Tarantino movie or even The Departed. Like, because like, yeah. that's, I feel like, some of the most accessible Martin Scorsese stuff. Goodfellas is probably easier, honestly. But um, I tried to get him to watch this stuff and he's just, my brother and sister are not about it. I remember I begged for months just to get them to watch Baby Driver. Oh, and really? my sister, my sister was the most against it. She sat there and watched it. She fucking fell in love. She was like, this is awesome. She's like, everything's synced up. She's like, the the beats and the gunshots go together. His like his footsteps running oh, match yeah. up. I'm like, yes, because that's what happens when people make movies that they really care about. And that's where right. I wanted to get them to. I wanted my family to watch Cuphead because I wanted to see the the nostalgic look on my parents' faces watching yeah. that. I, t- I told Nick this story and uh, I'll tell it too. I was watching a Beatles documentary called Eight Days a Week by Ron Howard. So it was mm-hmm. older or younger Beatles. So it was like when they were, you know, mop tops and just playing the love love songs and stuff like that. And they were playing a song and and my mom's not a big fan of the Beatles. My dad loves them. My dad loves uh, the Beatles or specifically Paul McCartney. He really likes them, but he likes just the music. And they were playing some love song. I think it was uh, All My Loving or something like that. And my dad and mom started dancing in the living room to it because they loved it or like you know it was just it was just a funny little heartfelt moment it was nostalgic because he'd heard it growing up and i'm sure my mom did and it's one of those things where it's like you get so much enjoyment out of things like that like for people seeing it the first time right like my brother and sister watching a tv show or or your kids watching cuphead for the first time even though they already know what it is but seeing the the, as a show format which is what it was you know inspired by like those older shows that's huge you know seeing that is, is huge in the look like the impact of of what it does to to younger people and, and people who've never seen it before and then it's almost tenfold when somebody who already kind of knows that feeling gets a nostalgic moment or a memory that comes to the surface reminding them of it you know so that was why i wanted to get my family to watch it just because i'd love to see the same thing where it's like you'd want to see the you know the looks on your kid faces as they as they react to it yeah. Same thing where I want to watch my parents react and go, oh, it reminds me of an episode of Popeye or, you know, that sounds like a good episode from Looney Tunes or Scooby-Doo or something like that, you know, and it's that's the real power, I think, of of that show is like it's yeah. already good in its own sense, but you have all this nostalgic callback to older things that really captivates people and then it's good for kids. So it's good for everybody. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, no, I really loved it. Yeah. Before we wrap this up, I, I do want to just fully give it my recommendation, especially if you have kids or even if you yeah. don't, it, it's fantastic. Just if you've never show. played the game, it's still very fun to go down that memory lane type of deal. And you don't and need to just pay. Exp- yeah. You don't need to play to, to know right. the kind of thing. And, right. Yeah. Most people have Netflix. So I mean, <laughs> except for Jeff. Yeah. Except for yeah, Jeff. Except for Jeff. <laughs> except for Jeff. Uh, my buddy, uh, my buddy, Will doesn't have it either. So uh, uh, yeah, Will and Jeff don't have Netflix, but everybody else in the world should. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. all right well i think we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up here uh <laughs> this 
was a lot of fun. I appreciate you coming on and, and hanging out and listening oh, always. to me Anything. already complain, not complain about Elden Ring, just be like, man, I got trapped already. But uh, thank you so much <laughs> for joining us. Um, always happy. Always happy and if you like the show, you should definitely go check out our network, which is Spawn Camp Network or Spawn Camp Co. on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we usually are reposting things, adding to our story for all of our different shows. Uh, this week, we've been doing a show spotlight. That way, we could kind of explain what each show is and kind of introduce some new people to some new stuff, hopefully. Uh, and Diggity should be the last one tomorrow, since we've already featured everybody else. Um if you liked Diggity specifically, you can go follow us on Twitter at Diggity Podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at Diggity Podcast. Um, if you like other gaming news, you can follow WASD and get some gaming news there. If you want some Gunpla and anime news uh, and just very funny stuff, those guys are great. Uh, you can go follow uh, Build Bros on, at Build Bros uh, underscore MI. MI. Um, on Twitter, it's just Bill Bros. Mi no underscore. Okay. I was just looking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say everybody. <laughs> once you go to add it, it's like, oh well, it's taken here, but not here, and it gets complicated. Yeah, it gets, I, yeah. I need to get a good copy of all that stuff for sure. Uh, and if you want just some off-topic, just crazy, batshit, insane, um, all over the place topics and news. I mean, last last week we talked for forty-five minutes about OnlyFans and then went into serious topics for another forty-five minutes. You need to go check out OBO or Objectively yeah. Bad Opinions. Uh that is our uh WASD and Diggity Love Child. Uh that yeah. is just absolutely uh so much fun to do and and probably therapeutic, I would say, at least for Nick, if nothing else. <laughs> yeah, but, really. Yeah. We we really appreciate you guys listening and 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 or watching us and uh, hopefully we'll see you again next week. I hope so. <laughs>